Yeah, that makes sense. And I, I haven't, um, you know what's crazy? I am a, I'm a Drake. I, I really like Drake. And um, seeing, I, I haven't heard the album, but seeing what everybody said about the album really killed my excitement in listening, which is crazy. I got influenced to not listen to a rapper I absolutely love. But now the way you're saying it is he's doing what he does that made me love him in the first place. He's he's he's, he's creating the lane. He always has. Um, those guys, like, you know, that's why we 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 make the Mount Mount Rushmore. And I I have a Mount Rushmore in tears. So what I mean by that is I have the people that I know is not moving because mm-hmm. of what they've done in the history of music, then I have people that's on the come up doing that. Yeah. So Drake is one of those guys that's just always pushing the envelope. And you can't say nothing bad about him because he always does. He's just pushing the envelope 24-7. Kendrick's pushing the envelope. Kendrick didn't have to do what he did on his last album. He could have made, he could have went from damn to another damn making huge hits. Yeah. He made an art piece, but it was for people that he was like, bro, I'm not speaking to everybody. I'm speaking to people that really want to listen. I want to teach y'all something. So he gave y'all perspective. You know what I mean? So that's where I feel like um, music is going too. It's like everybody having their own perspective of what's supposed to be happening. Like we don't all have to do the same thing. Yeah, and it's really, bro, this conversation is helping me more than you know because like, again, I'm not in the music space, but I see some things in the entrepreneurial space. Like, okay, like everybody's selling a course now. At some point, somebody has to do something different and now in my mind, even as you're talking, I'm like, okay, what's the different? What is the different in my industry that everybody's going to follow? Because it seems like, especially in music, you you can only have mild success doing what everyone's doing in the moment. Yeah. But if you want to change the game, you have to be the person that's going to create the thing that everyone will be doing in another moment. Yeah, somebody had, well, you know, like you, I've known you forever, right? One of the things I've seen that was smart, you had, Shirts and books, you were in Cumberland Mall, had a kiosk. And I walked through there and your hustle was different. You know what I mean? Most people on kiosks, they don't really speak to you. You had an outspoken kind of uh, positioning. So it was only right for me to see you in this moment. You know what I mean? Because this is the next level. You spoke well, so you're here. You know what I mean? Um, you. But, you know, I was having this conversation earlier. We see Angela, uh, Angela Yee. She... Went, so, yeah, the Breakfast Club is over as we know it, right? So we was trying to kind of decrypt it and figure out what, what it really meant. Mm-hmm. And all we know is the bottom line is it's over. But I thought about it differently. I'm like, oh, does that mean that uh, podcasts and, and these talk shows on different platforms are tearing radio up mm-hmm. to where we don't, we don't have uh, no appreciation for the Greg Streets and the people that's in that space? Mm-hmm. What does this really mean? So... Everybody moving into the podcast, like even in, at a Vest Fest, we went there, like went into the, you know, the vendor room and I seen no radio presence. No, you know what I mean? No streets. And that's like, odd for you. Very odd. Because you, you go to car shows, you see those. You see, you got to stop by Hot 107.9. Yeah. You got to stop by the streets and talk to Ferrari and them. You got to go to V103 and see Greg Street and, mm. and Tigger and everybody. So like to see a room and have 15,000, 20,000 people here to learn in that room and there's no radio, it's like, oh, snap, is, has the game moved into podcasting? Has it moved to serious satellite? What is it? Like, is it just playlisting? So in a world now where everybody has a podcast and everything, the person that wins is the person that turns it into uh, a 
a different type of podcast. You know what I mean? Man, darn, I missed it. I missed it. I had a table and like I'm I'm um selling like my morning meetup, which is my community, and also um uh like t-shirts and stuff. Mm-hmm. I wish we had this conversation last week because if we had, I would have literally set up my booth like the radio station. Like, yo, you got to come by and get your perspective. I, I, Bro, so I many people it. was there and it was like the opportunity was missed. Like, I oh, never walked crazy. around a room like that in the World Congress Center and not did interviews. I was walking around supporting black got businesses. I, never, I didn't talk to anybody. <laughs> not one person. I'm sorry, one person. Uh, I talked to this guy, a guy, Nick. He had a joint. But it's very brief and short. But he he won because he was the only one sitting in there really doing an interview. So so uh, if you, <laughs> listen, y'all yeah. see me at like vending somewhere. It is going to be a podcasting studio. It, I got it. Yeah, it's got like, it, bro. This is got it. It's, it's imperative because, bro. Even if you're in the room listening to Steve Harvey, if that's what you want to do, if you backstage busting up with some some investors for the building, just thinking about having that stand there that's working for you when you're not there, you have to. Like you have to. Like, there's so many people walk through that room. You want to know, Beyonce might have came like, hey, I'm an investor. I'm at the Vest Fest. And you missed the interview. I missed it. And she might have had it. So those are things that everybody wasn't doing. Yeah. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. and it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. Shows this, oh, he on a different wave. He got the whole social proof set up right there. Yeah. It's, nobody was doing it. So it's like, you won. Yep. If the dude wound up having a bigger space, you know, he they gave him a small space. So it was like he did whatever it was it took yeah. to get that. But if he had like when you first come in and it's right there, which you probably would have did. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, it's over. It'd have been first stop. Yo, come get your gift bag, your t-shirt, get on the podcast, and win. Not that That's I know. where those are the things where people are not doing like I told people, nobody's done what Fab Five Freddy did in a minute. Fab Five Freddy did MTV back in the day and he would go to like Tupac's crib and they would walk down the street and just talk, have a conversation. Uh, 
he would go to Easy es video shoot and they'd just be, you know what I mean, busting it up or MC Hammers, you know, dining. Like me and Jeezy did one old school, like right around Trap or Die 2, we went to a sushi spot and did our whole conversation with MTV there. Like there's nobody doing that really that I haven't seen. Mm. You know, most people have a studio, in studio, stuff like that, but nobody's on set. Like I'm on set with, you know, Rick Ross or I'm at, you know, if they go to his house, they're sitting in the middle of his crib. You know what I'm saying? I can't, I can't miss this moment, bro. I gotta... He's sitting in his crib, but y'all not walking out talking by the cattle or you're not by the water. Like, there's no real interaction happening. Yeah. And that's what I'm... And that's what I liked about it. Like, you have a lot of MTV raps. You got a lot of basement uh, stuff, but there's no interaction of of people together in a different space. Like, you know what I mean? I, I was telling people, like, if me and Drum was to do something like that, we need to be walking down North Avenue with Tip and remembering yeah. those days or just talking. Like, we can't be sitting in no studio talking. Yeah. Like, we gotta... You gotta feel, feel attacked, You gotta actually. see how people... <laughs> I feel attacked right yeah, now. Yeah, like, figure out, like, Fat <laughs> Five Freddy, he was walking by and Tupac would see some fans and he's like, Pac, yo, we love you. Yo, come here. He'd sign a t-shirt right on the TV. Like, that's a different experience. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? That people are not getting. People are not feeling that situation. Everybody's always chimed in. It was like, well, you know, today is messed up. You know, people be trying to do this yeah. and that. But it still has to be that that space where, you know, even it's a segment, mm -hmm. on the scene segment. That's what goes into that vendor shop. It's just on the scene at all times doing stuff. Like, you know oh, what I'm saying? I'm excited. You excited? You got ideas? Is it happening? <laughs> it's happening right now. Oh my gosh. Yo, all right, so... Oh man, this is crazy. What's your what, what you and Drum? It's just you and Drum that have the company for uh, the record label. Yeah, also? yeah. So Lake Show, which was also some guy. He went to Morehouse. Mm -hmm. He was a friend of ours, and um, not Trendsetter. He's not in. No, Trendsetter is just he was still a part of the, the whole affiliation, but not part of Generation Now. Gotcha. Um, when Generation Now started, to be honest, it was like whoever whoever was going to put in super blood uh, sweat equity and uh, had some dividends to actually move, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I ever told a story, like, when, when I was bringing, you know, I, I found Uzi, I brought it to Drum, and I'm like, yo, we could do this again. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, we should do it. And not one person said no, you know what I mean? Um, we had some backlash from some people, and it was like, nah, that ain't gonna work, man. You got purple hair, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. It was like, what are y'all doing? I was like, bro's talented, but I get it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if, you know what I mean? And um. I think Lake was one of, he was one of the first people like, bro, listen, I'm trying to change my life. I'm all in. I love this. I'm willing to do whatever. And that's how he became um, the partner to what me and Drum was moving forward with. When he says I'm trying to change my life, what, do you, what was he mean by well, that? Well, he was doing management. I think at the time he was managing uh, Mace, Bobby V. He was still doing Freeway at the time. And I think he was just trying to learn the business and get to another level. I think he kind of had management down pat. Mm -hmm. and um. And we just used to admire him from afar, just like some of the stuff he would do. You know mm. what I mean? And mm. and I think that he was like, man, if I can get to this level, I can, you know, kind of use management as a part of another business. It's like we all as entrepreneurs, we're trying to find that uh, quote unquote six ways to make money. Yeah. And I think that's where he was trying to establish. So he he went all in. You know. Why trendsetter not? Why was was he just like in another lane? Or he, he was around. I I just think that um. There's sometimes when you have friends and you have business. Yeah. You know what I mean? And 
I, I don't really know because we everybody always asks this question, like why he's not in the business, but I really don't know, really. Um, but he's always been around. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, sometimes when it's on paper, it look it's technically this, but in reality, it's all of us. Yeah, it's still true. there. Gotcha, you know gotcha. I mean? So yeah, that's that's really my answer. I don't really have a real answer why he's not available. You know, it's a couple people that felt like they were supposed to be a part of the situation. It just didn't work out. Yeah. Now it's up to us to really get past it and figure out if we friends beyond the business and really can be cool yeah. without, you know what I mean, having that's to right. worry about why I wasn't in it. Why, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.